Hey, listeners, get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road, work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to consider setting quarterly resolutions instead of the usual annual New Year's ones. I love setting New Year's resolutions. There's something about the clean slate of a new calendar year that makes me want to set new goals. But like many people, my excitement about bright, shiny New Year's goals often exceeds my actual capacity to implement these changes. And that's why I love the idea, which I got several years ago from an entrepreneur named Angela Gia Kim, to set quarterly resolutions. Basically, the idea is that instead of focusing only on the stuff you'll try in January, you set goals for each quarter of the year. You get a clean slate in January, April, July, and October. There are several upsides to this concept. For starters, you can set more goals. I tend to identify 12, one for each quarter in the categories of career, relationships, and self. Even if you'd only set one or two each quarter, though, this can broaden the scope from the handful of things you'd tackle as New Year's resolutions. Even as you're setting more goals, though, you can be more focused on each. Habits are always hardest at the beginning. Setting too many intentions means you dilute what might already be limited willpower. Better to go all in on, say, eating vegetables at lunch and dinner for 90 days and then tackling exercise First, trying to work out and eat vegetables and get enough sleep and give up sugar-sweetened drinks all at once. You've got a much better chance of actually sticking with something if it's the only change you're trying to make. Setting quarterly goals allows you to pace yourself. Yes, you're acknowledging that exercise is important. And there's a time when you will address exercise. Namely, starting in April. Not right now while you're doing your best to add broccoli and kale to your grocery cart and menu rotation. Finally, 90 days might feel like a more doable time frame than a year for something that's more of a challenge than an actual ongoing resolution. For instance, I might set a career goal to revise a novel in Q2 and come up with a new book idea in Q3. Both of these will, eventually, be done. And by assigning a time over the course of the year, I know I will get to both. And sometimes resolutions are better fits for some parts of the year than others. I'll talk in an upcoming episode about my resolution to get outside for 20 minutes a day. I really have no trouble doing this from, say, July to October, when the weather is amenable. But it's a lot harder from January to March, which is why this is a Q1 resolution that I won't worry about so much once spring and summer come. In any case, If you like this idea, too, take some time today to think about dividing what might be your annual New Year's resolutions into quarterly ones 
Which will you tackle first? What's better suited to later parts of the year? Of course, if you're going to make quarterly resolutions, then you should probably write them somewhere where you'll be able to see them later. Maybe send yourself a calendar reminder for the last week of each quarter, so you'll be able to handle the logistics necessary for tackling each resolution at its appropriate time. If you set fourth quarter goals and then completely forget about them in the fourth quarter, that makes this a slightly less useful exercise. Although, it must be said, sometimes life changes enough that revisiting goals each quarter makes sense because they no longer make sense for your life. Maybe you plan to renovate your house in the fourth quarter, but you got a great new job in the second quarter that's going to require moving. So it goes. We can change. But in general, I find that while people overestimate what they can do in the short run, they underestimate what they can do in the long run. By setting small quarterly goals, these can become cumulative. A year from now, you could be in great shape or on track for getting out of debt or no longer smoking or all of the above. And given how many people don't keep annual New Year's resolutions, that would be a pretty impressive outcome. Do you set quarterly goals? I'd love to hear about it. You can email me at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.